0: This time on Holy Ghost Notes. I'm not even necessarily sure what saved means.
1: What? I can't wait for this. Rugged
0: American individualism. Manly things.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Don't kid yourself. (laughs) What's up, guys? This is Tim Anderson and Matt Greiner, and you are listening to the Holy Ghost Notes podcast. What's going on, my friend? What's going on, Tim? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been hot recently. I know oh, we always man. talk about the weather. I think that's like our go-to. It's not it's not like a like how's the weather today? Like it's not a stupid conversation. It's literally just like you're a farmer, you're out in the heat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I walk outside and I get hit with the heat and I automatically think how does anyone work outside in this heat? <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was um on vacation over the 4th. I didn't really get to talk to you over July 4th, but no, he didn't. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. Um today is actually the 6th, so by the time you're listening to this as a listener, thank you for listening first of yes. all. Um it's the 10th. Um but I I was away this weekend and I got to just settle into vacation mode. No yeah. work. Even the little bit of quote-unquote work I did was um, it didn't feel like work because there weren't expectations and there was no pressure. So I was at like a tree Mm. farm in Washington County, which is in Maryland. Just had a great time, and I got back from that trip, and I was actually on a call with um, some of the guys in August Burns Red about um, an opportunity that was being pitched to us, very techie, technologically um, advanced for me at least. It's sort of a complex issue. It was like an hour-long call or so, maybe just short of that. And as soon as I got off the call, I was actually driving to a farm while on this Hmm. call (laughs) about the future uh, (laughs) and this complex issue. And I get out of my truck. I get off the phone and I hop on a flat wagon and bale 105 hay bales. (laughs) <laughs> and Jeez. I said I said to my friend um, how many people get off a call like that and do this Yeah, uh, and he said what do you mean dude probably most people <laughs> <laughs> it was like 90, 93 degrees it was warm um, you know what I wouldn't rather have been doing anything else it's just it's so fun for me to be out and about working I love working with my hands mm-hmm. it takes the pressure off of other things that I'm doing um, and I just feel fortunate to be able to do farming and work in the fields and work with my hands, like I said, and then also come back to drumming and the band and everything that we're doing, all great things. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, ju- just a completely different mindset. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. it's that's crazy. You've, you've always
0: been that way. Always like working with your hands and, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for that. I am not that type of person <laughs> i I don't mind doing like the uh quote unquote manly things around the house right uh you know whatever um but uh I would not be a good farmer. I would be complaining a lot. I'd be uh, <laughs> trying to delegate, <laughs> delegate work. Why don't you do that instead? You're much stronger than I am. Right. <laughs> I think you can do it faster. So how about you take take that one? I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll oversee things from up here <laughs> for yeah. the air conditioning.
1: Yeah. I think you would. I think you would survive, though. I mean, you would. You would just have to. Um, find your spot you know whether it's it 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 would probably look a little bit different than than what i enjoy doing but you know to that point you have to have i would imagine you have something in your life that is different and low pressure and cathartic for you that Mm. takes you away from your work right and gives you that like fresh breath what is that for you what is the you know the getaway is it drumming
0: question i mean i think drumming would probably be the thing that i would jump to right off the bat um because it's it is labor intensive, and it's you know it's it's a great exercise. It's not necessarily anyone who's not a drummer would not find it fun, you know. <laughs> at least not after ten minutes. Um, it might be cool for the first time messing around, but like after a little while, um, yeah, I, I don't know what that thing is. You know, I mean, so the one thing I can say about like farming or like physical labor is that, um, like i I am not the type of person who likes to go to the gym and work out, I I have done it, um, and I've gotten into a routine of doing it. But, like, um, I actually really enjoyed uh, warehousing Hmm. when I was in my warehousing job because I stayed so fit because I was constantly on my feet moving. Um, I was, you know, lifting up heavy boxes and constantly, you know, I I had that arm definition, and and it was like – I think that's similar with farming. Like, you know, it helps you stay in shape and stay fit and you realize you're capable of doing all these other things without necessarily pumping iron every day, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so um, there are advantages to that, and that's kind of the way that the um, the world was. Like a lot of times, like with, with diet and with, um, uh, you know, physical health, I think a lot about, like, how did we function you know, hundreds of years before right. there was all this, you know, and it's a lot of times, you know, like I just like I do some intermittent fasting. I don't really diet per se, but like I do this intermittent fasting because like it was explained to me and it just made sense. Like, OK, like a long time ago, they had to get up, they had to hunt and they didn't actually start eating. They didn't break fast. They didn't have breakfast until, you know, 12 p.m., 1 p.m. Mm. And that was their first meal. And then they brought everything home, and you know, so they were out, physical labor, uh, you know, running through the forest, shooting deer, or whatever. Uh, and then they'd eat, and then they'd, you know, so it just it made sense. Like that's how our bodies were, were made to work. And now we have modern technology, which is which is great. And there's a lot of things now that we have to, to do to keep our bodies in shape to replace, the lifestyle that we used to live hmm. in our primitive, uh. Times, you mm-hmm. know, so it's interesting to think about. I, I don't yeah. really want to get into this too deep, but yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's you know. Um, well, I think the bottom line is that you need something that you gets you out of your normal workflow. It it's mm-hmm. life giving, right? So for yeah. me, it sounds like for you, drumming has always been that. Um, and you know, I think I think everybody has something a little different. I'm fortunate enough to have a farm that mm-hmm. I own and I operate uh, along with my two brothers and my dad. Um, there's a lot to that. I like working with my brothers and my dad. I also like the farming aspect. I really like the science behind it. I also like the hard work. So it's all mm-hmm. sort of baked together. Yeah. Um, and for
0: you, there's, there's motivation because you have ownership over it and there are certain things that need to be done by a certain time and it's your responsibility to get those things done. So yeah. even if on the day where you don't quite feel like doing it, yeah. <laughs> there's that sense of responsibility that's kind of pushing you
1: yeah yeah anyway. and it's 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 um there's something rewarding about growing cash crops or baling mm. hay or straw you know there's just there's a certain pride in it mm. and it's always resonated with me it's it's like maybe the closest I can compare it to someone who's listening to this is like if you have a garden you have tomato plants and you water them and you weed around them and you put cages and 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 you get tomatoes and you make tomato pie or you make salsa. It's very rewarding because you are the reason um, that those tomatoes are there. Could you have gone to the grocery store or to a market and gotten them for cheaper than the time you invested into them? Sure. Yeah. Of course you could, but there's that aspect that's hard to quantify, uh, which is the pride element. So uh, hot, hot, hot weather, Bring it on. I mean, I'm I'm thankful for air conditioning and Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's
0: funny that I was just thinking this as you were talking. It's funny how many, like, phrases have been taken from farming that are used just in our, our daily lives. Like, you know, even, like... We use the word yield a lot, like, what's your, what is your yield or what are you yielding from this activity? And I'm just thinking, like, even in drumming, yeah. like, what is my takeaway? Or, like, you reap what you sow, you mm-hmm. know, like, that is, like, just the literal farm term. Yeah. Like what are you sowing? What are you reaping? And so it makes sense, like, when you're gathering, um, you know, cash crop, there's a tangible, like, this is what came of my hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you can see it. It's plain, you know. <laughs> and so that's why they use farm phrases for everything else. That's because, right. Uh, you know, <laughs> <it> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Pretty cool. So um, yeah. we'll transition into our guest. there. We have a really special guest, uh, Dave King. And mm-hmm. um, I'll just read right off of the heartsupport.com website uh, because it will best explain what he does, who he is, and where he came from. So yeah. Dave King executive director of Heart Support. Dave is tasked with growing the Heart Support's footprint throughout the nation and beyond. He is an an entrepreneur and um, he was a 27-year college and high school basketball football coach. He stepped away from coaching and business to dedicate his energy energy to impacting culture with hope, purpose, and community. He certainly does that, um, which you'll find out in this interview. Mm -hmm. In the last decade, Dave helped Develop the I Matter Foundation and initiatives. The I Matter Foundation is an educational-based, not-for-profit, purpose to help those with suffering, uh, suffering with self-harm and addiction. Uh, Dave has vast experience in building and maintaining teams and team health. Dave is a seasoned speaker who uses energy and humor to deliver advanced leadership concepts to the venues he engages. Among his passions is helping entrepreneurs launch new businesses. Dave is a devoted husband to Robin, 36 years, and father wow. of two daughters, Kasha and Hannah. Um, off the site, I have had the pleasure of knowing Dave for quite a while. Um, Augustman's Red has played iMatter Festival for years, and this guy's the real deal. So yeah. we hope that you, as a drummer, listen to the entirety of this episode. Um, mm-hmm. There is zero drum content, zero <laughs> <That's> up front, <right. laughs> zero drum content. Um, so if at any point you say to yourself, is the drum content coming? It's not actually. But what we're talking about is uh, the spiritual aspect of um, how we're living our lives. Are we healthy? Are we unhealthy? And not just in a physical sense, but, you know, mentally and, uh, and emotionally and spiritually. And I think what Dave talks about today is of utmost importance uh, I challenge you to just listen to it, take it in, challenge yourself with what he says, mm-hmm. and um, just spend some time with it. I know, I know Tim and I are, are going to do the same, um, we're, but we're just really, really honored to have Dave on. I have a lot of respect for him, and I'm um, grateful that he he carved out some time today.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yesterday was the first day I got to meet Dave. Um, we've been corresponding back and forth a little bit through text, but, um, yeah, it's been, uh, it was, it was an honor to meet him. First off, I didn't realize how many accolades I guess we'll say he had, um, Prior to this conversation, um, I didn't know about I Matter prior. I knew that he is he's been working with Heart Support and with Jake pretty closely, um, and uh, putting this uh, event together. But um, it was cool just hearing his background and um, you know kind of what got him to this place, this way of thinking. Um, and so, uh, drummers, like Matt said, you're not going to hear much drum content. And then if you're not a Christian. Um, it might be like a little in-your-face Christian content, um, but I same thing. I would encourage you guys just to stick it out, um, because there's a lot of really great content here, a lot of stuff to chew on, whether you're a Christian or not. Um, a lot of the conversation was Bible-based, um, but I know uh, I have I've had a convers uh, a few conversations with a number of you that. Um, about your interest just in hearing our perspective, this biblical perspective, um, without any actual, uh, you know, you guys aren't necessarily grounded in the Bible or aren't necessarily interested in reading the Bible. But um, I think this is a great place here. You can you can hear a lot of our reasoning. Uh, Dave, I, I mentioned this in the inner circle pre-roll, but Dave did a really good job of actually outlining where he got his thought process, you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't just saying somewhere in the Bible, <laughs> this is what I do. Somewhere in the Bible, it <laughs> says this. Um, that's what I do all the time. Dave actually gave you a verse, a chapter, <laughs> you know, to, to reference uh, this way of thinking or this uh, this phrasing. So um, so that's really cool and important if you guys are looking to like uh, to challenge some of what was said here today. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys all enjoy this episode. It was uh, definitely a different uh type of interview than what we've had in the past but it was it was refreshing and i certainly have a lot to chew on uh after this Mm -hmm. so that's right hope you guys enjoy it dave king dave king
1: hey this is matt you're listening to the holy ghost notes and i have my co-host tim and our very special guest dave king what's up dave
2: yeah, hi, everybody. Yeah, really, really glad to be on and, you know, be with these two uh, amazing men. You know, I've known Matt, what, a dozen years now or 10 years or something nice. like that, Matt.
1: That's right. That's right. So uh, so we had breakfast like a week and a half ago. And Dave, sitting down with you and talking with you, it it reminded me actually of when I first started to hang out with Tim. And <laughs> actually the same cafe, Tomato Pie Cafe uh, no in <laughs> Uh We started a nonprofit together called Brick by Brick. Um, it lasted a couple years, but I think the most beneficial thing f- that came from that relationship or that that nonprofit was my friendship with Tim. Um, and, and so now all these years later, I sat down with you, Dave, and I just love mm. what you're doing. So let's, let's start from the beginning. Um, the first time that I met you uh, and worked with you was at iMatter Festival. So bring us all up to speed about how that came about and, and what that festival was all about
2: yeah yeah um yeah so we did yeah i think we're talking maybe 2010-ish um maybe 11 but i think it was 10. um you know at that time i was coaching um you know high school varsity football and basketball and actually girls fast pitch softball and one job and then another job i had a career in conservation forestry so i was kind of a businessman and and coach uh, dedicating a bunch of time donating a bunch of time to kids and coaching and, um, and in an area in New York State, Chemung County, New York State, uh, in 2006-07-ish, kind of led the nation in uh, teenage suicide, um, uh, you know, per capita teenage suicides. And my friend lived down here, and um, he called me up one time. He says, hey, next time you're through town on the way to work, stop in. And, and he had conceived the concept of eye Matter. Um, and uh, if you heard of iMatter it's it is now one of the largest uh, hardcore festivals on the East Coast a uh, single day Strictly hardcore. We don't mix up the genres too much um, And um, and we just uh, kind of put this thing together from scratch um, You know first festival had like 300. Uh, second one and this was in the back of somebody in in Scott's Church I wasn't even living down here at the time uh, The second one had um, I think we had Amberlin or something like that on the second one so that was uh, that was uh we had like a thousand but then we booked um devil wears prada and um an abr uh in 2010 i think and um and we went from a thousand to seventy eight (laughs) hundred And, 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 you know, we weren't ready for it. I mean, we were playing on a thousand people showing up. So you have food for 1, a yeah. thousand, and, you know, we're out of the food before the show starts. <laughs> like, oh, man. So, you know, one on the checklist, we need a runner to go get more food. Right. <laughs> so we had, uh, we were really scrambling to, to get those numbers. But that, that really, until like last year, which you guys were at as well with uh, Under Oath really that 7800 was our high water mark for for about a decade and 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 it was good it was because we we didn't know what we were doing and and you guys came on and you could tell right off the bat we didn't know what we was doing um you know jake ended up telling me hey you don't know what you're doing you know you know maybe uh maybe, you know you know he, he he i'm not sure he said it just like that maybe it was a little rougher <laughs> yeah so he actually invited me to warp tour uh, in Scranton the next year. So, like, 2011, I went to Scranton, sat down with Jake in the artist tent. I'd met Matt there at Wilkes-Barre in, in the Scranton Warp Tour, um, and we, we just found that we're both, you know, all of us just, you know, I would say as identically aligned as, as you can be where, where our approach in the iMatter Festival is in, with an agenda. Um, you know, we've, we, we lose a lot of, you know, christian people because we're not actively trying to get people saved um we're 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 demonstrating unconditional love and that everybody that comes into that field is worthy of our eye contact or worthy of a smile worthy of a free show and we we make it free because how do you give a kid a free gift and charge Mm -hmm. them for it and um and yeah we we were a real mess uh you know we didn't know we were getting ourselves into um and and we just slowly grew up and and you know really kind of grew up and then, as we were growing up, uh, you know, Jake and I just kept getting closer and closer and closer, uh, more contact with Matt. I'd see you guys out in shows. I'd I'd come to a couple shows a year just to, you know, grab you know grab dinner with Jacob, and then run into Matt. And you know, we we've now had you guys more than anybody else. I think. Uh, uh you guys probably fit for a king and i think gideon was up there because we had gideon quite a few times in those Mm -hmm. early years Um, in the early days we kind of jam-packed it with christian hardcore bands but we got labeled a christian festival from the agents and that's a real pain in the neck because they think because we're a christian festival we're well healed we got all this money so we were getting charged you know you know 25 or 30 percent user rate because we had this title and we weren't i Matters not a religious 501 c3 it's an educational one we do high school assemblies and we actually we actually own two um um recovery houses one men's one women's for for, uh, for addiction wow um so so living that you know christian moniker down uh was hard and and we lost a lot of people over it because they they really want us preaching from the stage and we found more and more, I mean, these kids aren't there to listen to what our agenda is. They're there to to you know enjoy their favorite their bands and, and really spend time with them. So we, we just gradually got away from even speaking from the stage. And the last two, three times Matt was there, I mean, I just walk onto the stage just thank the kids and you know I, I couldn't even get a word out because the roar was just so loud. From their appreciation because they know that you know my face is a face of our 200 volunteers so this is this is not a not a one-man show by any stretch of the imagination i'm i'm Mm. one guy uh with a lot of guys behind it and people behind it that that share a similar heart
1: Mm.
2: but if your heart was with an agenda you you probably didn't last long with i matter because we're we're simply not bringing our agendas to that field we're Mm. there to love kids period Mm. that's it not a secondary Mm. one you know
1: I think uh I think Jake and I picked up on that quickly, you know, obviously we've we've kept our relationship over the years and I I think something that that has resonated with me, Dave, and I think Jake would say the same. For years, Jake and I didn't Jake and I probably felt misunderstood in the same way that you did. And we talked about this at breakfast. So we we kind of felt like we were in no man's land. We knew yeah. what the church stood for and we agreed with a lot of what the church stood for, but we rejected the notion that the people that 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 liked our band um, were were people that we wanted to be with at times more than people in inside the church. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of things, it's like, well, hold on a second, um, we love Jesus and but hold on, we don't really represent the church that, that hurt you or that, that you think, um, the, the church stands for. And so for years, Jake and I are touring and and we don't really have anyone like you, um, who is coming alongside of us and saying, I believe in this, I believe in the same thing. And, and, and no, I'm not in a band, but I'm actually facilitating the same kind of heart that you guys are, um, in a different way. And I, I, I just think that was important for Jake and I and for August Burns Red to have someone that understood this no man's land in between. So can you can you talk a little bit about that, about what we talked about at breakfast? Um yeah, I you know,
2: and you know, too many times believers are a willing accomplice to a narrative that talks about what God is against, not what he's for. And it's a pretty to me, a pretty uh um, lazy interpretation of the Gospels at the very least, right? If you, you know, I, the last time I spoke at our church, uh, uh, I, I, I listed on our on my whiteboard, I love to teach with a whiteboard, all 64 documented miracles in the New, New Testament. And I put, I ought to send you a picture of that, Matt. Um, it, it's still, I still carry it. And it's, and it's noteworthy to us, to me, and the point I was making is of the 64 documented miracles, and I'm sure there's hundreds, hundreds more, um, there's only three that happened in the synagogue. Now, that's a clue, and one of the things, when you talk about theology in particular, um, theology is the study of the character of God and religious thought, and it's an interesting definition when you look at that, and I think that's an Oxford definition of theology. It's like, wow, to understand truth, I mean, Jesus is truth. Um, Theology, you know, we used to think is truth. Well, theology is, is the study of the character of God and this thing over here, religious thought, and, um, and for, for us, and I think, you know, what we talked about at breakfast, Matt, um, you know, if, if we're not, like, changing our views, we're not growing. I mean, in Daniel 12, it talks this, um, and in those days, many will go to and fro, and understanding will be on the increase. Well, if understanding's on the increase, so should our, our, our understanding of the Godhead and what's really going on in here. And, and as you study Scripture, you start seeing patterns here that don't quite fit some of the narrative that we were taught. You know, I've been taught um, from my earliest days, um, and and you know, really in that concept, if if only three of 64 documented miracles were done in the synagogue, that's telling us something, mm. right? Something's going yeah. on here. You know, not not to mention, you know, okay, what, you know, and I've lost. You know a lot of people not a names you would know i mean some really names and prominent in the prominent scene uh have you know requested a meeting and we sit down and and they're one of their first questions is what are you doing to get these kids either in your church or saved and and i you know this is where i'll this is where you want to edit me out you know frequently i'll say well i'm not even necessarily sure what saved means and like you know that's gonna like you know that's gonna make them fall out of their chair and I, I just typically I said this to you in, in the meeting there. In, in Romans, we we know Romans 10:9, right? If you believe in your heart Jesus is 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 Lord and that He died for your sins, you'll be saved. But three verses later, four verses later in 10, Romans 10:13, 10, it says this: All who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now we use Romans 10:9 a lot. Hmm. We don't use Romans 10:13. In <laughs> fact, when I bring that to churches. I look across here and nobody even knows this exists and it's four verses later in the same chapter. So like for me, you know, for us and for our our movement here, we're 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 a little more patient on 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 having people say the the, the magic words or the secret formula, a lot less patient with our our lack of our own documented love towards towards people, right? And mm-hmm. and and so that that's really the big thing for us. I mean, listen, I you know, Jesus is it I mean, I'm, I gotta put that right out there. I, I, I'll stake, I think my life, I mean, until you, you have that here, you don't know, but I think I'll stake my life that the only way to the Father is through the Son. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding that there's, there's a lot more ways and than, than saying you know, some, 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 some secret formula words, um, and then all of a sudden you're in, and then you know, here we go. And then to close out the loop on that thought, um, the more I study Jesus, the truth, uh, I, I I see a lot more ways of him demonstrating his love and acceptance than I do his rejection. Uh-huh. And the only people I saw him get rough on was the Pharisees, Sadducees, elders, and That's teachers of it. the law. And I mean, the only place, right? You, you know, the worst he did was like, okay, rich young ruler, um, this thing you have to do and he watches the guy walk away. However, did he come back? My guess is probably he did, right? <laughs> so, so, so I'm I'm a lot less sitting in a judgment seat um, on on where people's hearts are, and more trying to create an atmosphere around them of safety, mm-hmm. so okay. that and maybe answering some questions that they do have before hmm. I try to answer questions they don't have, like who is God,
1: hmm. right? I think I think we talk a lot about this idea of the prodigal son, and I think my heart. And I think, Tim, I know you pretty well. Your heart and Dave, I'm hearing you, I think correctly in saying that our hearts are really for those that, um, as the title of one of our records is found in faraway places. Like I, Mm -hmm. I love the kid who ran away because I know when he comes back, he's coming back because he means it Mm -hmm. because he wants it and he wants to be where he is. At any given time, if he's far away, he needs to be there for a while. I still believe in him because I believe in the sovereignty of God. That's right. And I think the sovereignty of God is really something that we're talking about is, is at times left out of the equation uh, yeah, when really, assume, yeah. what other foundation
0: is there? Mm-hmm. And I think an interesting distinction, we might, we might have said this in, a, in an episode prior, that the idea of the prodigal son, but it was a, it was a hard truth for me to accept as a, as a person who grew up in the church— um, to to realize that I was not the prodigal son. I was the brother <laughs> who was rejecting right. the prodigal son and saying, "What? Like I've been working hard. I've been doing this, 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 and the other thing. And here he is. He goes off and messes up and he comes back and and still gets everything. And it was that interesting, like breaking of my brain. That uh, that that really <laughs> took me out of it, because <laughs> uh, up until that point, I was picturing myself as the the prodigal son, the one that you know had run away. But I was just the stuck up little brother that, or big brother, who uh, thought mm-hmm. that I deserved everything based on what I was doing. You know, mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's right. That's right.
0: The fascinating part of that scripture
2: is when the Father says, "All that you're asking for, you already have." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, 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 it's a pretty neat little indicator yeah. there that a lot of times I think inside the walls we're asking for things we already have. Mm-hmm. Right? We're looking for what? And mm-hmm. and it's it's like,
1: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so so that's so let's talk a little bit about the conference. Uh, this episode mm-hmm. is coming out on the tenth, uh, July tenth, and. Today, if you're listening to this on the 10th, is a conference that you've put a lot of work into. I'm sure you're working yeah. hard today after this uh, podcast is recorded. Thank you, but uh, thank you, by the way, for doing mm-hmm. this with us. Yeah. Um, but you and and Jake are up to something uh, really important this week. Can you talk a little bit about the the gathering? The uh, you're like yeah, gathering?
2: for sure. Um, you know, and and you know, I, I'm I'm always going to give a lot of kudos to Jake. It's 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 beyond. Uh, It's it's I I think it's a miracle that he and I see things so identically in in the direction of where you know as the visionary He's bringing heart support. So he he hired me uh, full-time as an ejector You know called me up in fall 2018 and said, you know, okay old man It's time for you to you know retire and go to work at heart support And you know when I got done laughing he I realized he was actually serious Um, and so (laughs) So he, he brought me on and we've been kind of building towards this momentum for the last couple of years of this uh, this conference for a couple of years and and with heart support we're, we're kind we have kind of a two-prong approach all focused on community and, and you know i'll speak uh friday night and jake will speak saturday night and we'll bring kind of that kind of approach but on the one hand is is kind of a um you know online based community and and that's really important you know streams and 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 podcasts and blogs and and um you know the social media components and different things there and then um on the other hand what equally as important is um is the flesh on flesh time and so you know we you know heart support has done work Tour for years but you know we've expanded well beyond that so we do you know festivals and events and assemblies and different things here but this is our first conference but we're very committed to the success of it and we and we call it a conference your life conference but really what we want to call it is a gathering it's, it's a time for us even though we're interacting in community online to get together and get in the same space you know do some do some training I and mean, we we've got we've got you know just world-class speakers coming in i mean matt's coming in and I, i'm really excited for his session um is this uh, you know i'll let you let that cat out of the bag matt i i've whispered that around pretty roundly i'll tell you so matt's gonna matt's got some real surprises here you know in a lot of respects saturday is going to make this conference because we got you know, my dear friend from the 82nd airborne a command sergeant major speaking in the morning then matt then dan and casey doing live stream lives and then jake that night so it's just uh saturday it's just a boss day uh-huh. but the whole goal is to get us in the same space so we can look each other in the eye and just express you're welcome in my space and trade ideas get to know each other a little bit more um you know you really kind of start to do the work of building you know now intentional flesh time community and and it, it really is the goal it kicks off Thursday night with Jake um, and and his friends at the gym, they're going to do kind of a a training session on combining physical and mental health. Uh, Friday is kind of mental health day, so we've got a lot of professionals coming in and talking about such things as PTSD, uh, uh, compassion fatigue, um, self-harm. eating disorders, the types of stuff that just is, you know, rampant within our culture. And then Friday night, I'll kind of transition out of that from, from you know, kind of the triage healing component into a purpose side on Saturday, because I think one of the things, um, brothers, that we'll all agree on, um, lack of hope is a big deal, mm-hmm. and, 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 frequent, and we can find hope when we find some purpose in life right so we're we're gonna switch over to i'll be the transition point friday night into really a purpose you know setting up and establishing purpose uh on saturday um and so we're, we're you know this is our first one so you know um you know i'm you know i'm nervous as all heck you know i i've done so many first things and i don't think i've ever seen a first thing go smoothly yeah so uh our <laughs> whole goal is to have nobody that's attending there know just how clumsy we are yeah right that's right yeah you know, I, you know i've got a checklist like nobody's business but i'm i've done a number of these and i i i, I just i'm praying it's not the mess uh you know because you just get hit with just things well i forgot this I forgot that
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm i can't wait for this tim are you gonna make yeah. it out i'm not frank, gonna be able to make it, it out unfortunately but
0: okay. uh but i'll be rooting for you from the sidelines
1: <laughs> that's right yeah, that's right you, tim yeah, I um so Holy Ghost Notes is helping out with it. Uh as I told yeah. Tim and like before yeah. I could even get the idea out, Tim's like, We're supporting. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. throw some money Thank at this thing. That, by the way. Yeah, it is Absolutely. We believe in so it. So in line it's, with it's what we're important. doing, yeah. It really is. So I was teaching a drum lesson yesterday. Um I teach an eleven year old out in Washington State and this kid's really, really good for eleven and his dad's involved in his life and his his dad grabs the camera and he's like He's like, hey, um, you got the conference coming up this weekend. I said, yeah. And he said, dude, is there any chance that they're going to make that like a nationwide thing, take it on tour? I mean, that is like my dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my answer was, I, I'm not I'm not sure this is the first one. Uh, it could be a mess. It could be a masterpiece. I mean, either way, it's already a win in my book because it's happening. And I think, um, you know, obviously there's a need for this yeah. kind of event. Um and he asked me, he's like, how many people you think will be there? And I was like, well, Dave said, you know, could be could be a couple hundred people. You know, it's, it's going to be modest uh, compared to some of the conferences he's talked about. And this yeah. gentleman said in response, he goes, modest. He goes, that's huge. I said, what do you mean? He said, dude, that's huge. Like, this is a win. This is a big deal. So I just wanted to... Get that out there as an encouragement to you, Dave, and also to say, yeah, like, that is, is there a chance that this thing could go, could could be something that has other locations, or is it is it is it just here? Yeah,
2: well, I've I've you know, Jay I don't think either Jake and I has kind of announced this, but um, the overall plan, uh, hope, prayer, is to have this similar to like a Promise Keepers type thing. If you remember back mm-hmm. in the day when they went, you know, did a twenty-city type thing. Yeah. Um, you know our 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 model is built on having citywide impact zones so like you know we go into cities try to establish kind of a beachhead there and ex- and just kind of expand on our, our 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 theme as cities and we you know we've been in la quite a few times new york um houston austin um uh detroit uh nashville so we we're we're, we're planting seeds you know everywhere but we have a master class and, and a good portion of the reason of the master class is to raise up, you know, future, you know, directors of impact zones and it's in these impact zones that we would have this this uh, you know this conference grow and be mm-hmm. you know and and spread. Um, you know we mm-hmm. do think there's a big need and that's more I mean that's hugely encouraging. Hmm. Um, uh, and, 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 you know, what proves it out is people showing up, mm-hmm. right? That's right. And, and we're the first one. So when you're the first one, you know, it's a bit of a head scratcher for some people are like, Hey, wait, what, what are you doing? What, what are you asking me to come sit in and, and be a part of? But then it just begins to gain momentum because of the effectiveness and, the, um and the heart. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this conference is about heart. You know, Mm. it's not about, uh, you know, and here's a good one, Matt, I I think I told you this before, I did away with the green room. Mm. I've been to probably 70 or 80 conferences, and it's a pet peeve of mine when I've been through athletics, through churches, and through business, when presenters go on stage... Present and then they whisk themselves out of there and they're not around to interact with anybody. And and I've I've been in in, and part of a lot of them where they whisk backstage and hang out with each other in a Mm -hmm. green room. Mm -hmm. And so there's no so that the 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 connotation that the people in the chairs get, even though we're telling them that they're worthy sons and they're 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 sons of the Most High and they're worthy to be in our space. If we're not going to be in their space, Mm. the subliminal message is they're not worthy to be in our space. Uh, So for our conference. There's no green room, right? So, you know, we're asking presenters to be available, um, you know, as much as their time allows and when they're there, um, be a human being. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and, you know, we'll, we'll have some guidelines for the people there, so there's not a lot of, uh, you know, you're not getting dragged off into you know, six different directions there, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, the purpose is interaction and life, doing life together. And, cool. and um, just for a short period of time, telling people they're welcome to my space. It's one of the things. I mean, shout out to ABR. I mean, at iMatter, there's about two or three bands that um, make it a point to be in the, with the people. And August Burns Red's one of them. And you know, a lot of the younger bands are cuz they're just trying to get name recognition. And That's I've seen right. I've been doing this for so long now. I've actually watched bands come in real hungry, real love what you're doing, men of the people, women of the people out there, and then they start getting some they get some grow and some popularity, and next thing I know, they show up half an hour before they set, an hour before they set, come in play and beat foot out of there again. And I, I you know, if, with iMatter, Matter, that doesn't, you know, being that I'm kind of the guy that picks the bands ultimately, that, that registers in my brain. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> a lot of times they don't get a they don't get a invite revi- an invite yeah. back. That's right. And we pay good money, as you know.
1: So I want to talk about generosity for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. So this isn't something I've talked to you about, Tim, but uh, ABR was asked to play I Matter years ago, and and Dave, you. I think you sent us all an email and you said, Hey guys, um, I got you guys a gift. So when you get here, I'll let you know what it is. It's kind of hard to explain over email, but I'll let you know. So we're all like, Hmm, I wonder what this could be. (laughs) 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 We, 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 you know, we get there and, and, you know, play the show and afterwards Dave walks up and, uh, and he's like, so, uh, I got you guys some food. You're going to have to order it. It'll be delivered and it's frozen. And we're like, what? All right, cool. So he hands us these pieces of paper. Dave, do you remember what you got us?
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah. they were fresh off the boat, live lobsters. Yeah, That's from uh, right from Maine. Yeah.
1: Man, that was just, that kind of thing sticks with you. And of course, in this case, it was actually a pretty costly gift, but I don't even, it could have been a $5 gift. And when someone does that no. for you, it sticks with mm-hmm. you, right? It's like that person went out of their way to think about it. Yeah. Put the time and effort into, you know, actually ordering it or lining it up. And then it was somewhat costly to them financially. So can you can you talk to us about like I I understand you believe in all of this, um, you know, the gathering and heart support um, as someone who is really steering the ship on that alongside of Jake. What what is. Why are you doing all of this at at the heart of it. Like there has to be some aspect of like you giving of yourself because you really believe that the outcome is worth the investment.
2: Yeah. I, um, yeah. Thank you for that, that, uh, hardball question right across the, the plate. At 90
1: miles <laughs> the we could talk about lobsters if you want, but on this podcast, <laughs> we get real, we get real yeah. and I know you can take it. I mean, I've, I've talked yeah. to you enough times, well, yeah. so. We just want well, the one church, of the things you
2: know? I I talk to our staff a lot about, and the people, not just our staff, but if you're if you're going to hang with me, if I'm going to be in any kind of mentorship role or just spend time with you, I'm going to at some point mention skin in the game, mm-hmm. right? So, so you know, one thing I just want to put this out there: if I tell a story on for Dave, um, it's it's Paul put it this way: follow my example as I follow Christ's example, right? Mm-hmm. So so any of this stuff really has to has to say generated from heaven and and i i i have the the honor of living this out as much as heaven's offered for me to live it out and and i've found that for my for for me for the authority that i i need to do what i'm doing and i'm not talking about like authority over men i'm talking about authority in the atmosphere i need to let the atmosphere understand that that you know i'm i'm here and i'm in even to the point of my own um, discomfort and sacrifice. So, so you know iMatter didn't buy those those lobsters I did right, right. And, I, and I did it what you didn't know about this and my you know my wife's around here somewhere, I did it right after um, my personal business collapsed. I lost about a million bucks. Uh, Tommy Green was actually in my house when I got the phone call right So he's he's sitting here. We're actually going to pop down and go go down and see Jake and talk about iMatter. So I got a call, lost about a million bucks, and I went from having a decent net worth to not having much of a net worth really quickly. Um, and um, and in that place, um, and I just I give this to your listeners: if 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 you're looking at impacting culture, there there is, and I'm gonna bring this up Friday night. There's no way around it. Um, there is a joy involved in 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 give in putting skin in the game. Um, and and saying to the atmosphere more than not now Matt I'd never told Matt that to come out of my pocket, right? That wasn't the purpose. It was a gift, right? I, I was really content for the, for those guys to say on behalf of I matter here's a gift I didn't need them to know it coming from my pocket. But for the example here there's there's an element of Authority that we gain Jesus. I mean the Apostles. I mean these guys really live this out When we lay aside our own agendas and our own comfort and i'm not talking about out of healthy out of balance out of healthy remember um i my first book i make a statement in there i'm I'm bragging on myself which is always dangerous (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, you know, in, in the early years, Robin and I helped, I out quite a bit with a lot, with a lot of money. And at one point, one of my friends said, you're stupid. You're just, uh, you're just, you know, you're, this is ridiculous. You're, you're just giving away too much money. And I said to my wife, I said, uh, man, my, my buddy just called me stupid. And she goes, I don't mind if we're stupidly generous. Huh. And, uh, so I put it in the book cause I was like that, that was a great line. <laughs> and I, yeah. and you know, again, having, having your life partner you know with that kind of heart is kind of handy right when you're, when you're like that but in the book the word stupidly generous kept bugging me and right because it still has the word stupid in it right so, <laughs> so 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 when i talk about this you know i'm not asking anybody to be stupidly generous because it doesn't have that word stupid <laughs> in it and I, I was pretty stupid i was given things that the lord wasn't even asking me to give out of some sort of off balance uh you know approach but there is A concept of being radically generous because we understand that every good gift every great gift comes from the father of lights and that all that we have comes from him and and he's sort of limitless. So there's a there's a there's a lifestyle that's available to us if we can access um, limitless heaven and then walk in trust every day that that um, as he as he gives um, and he provides a way for us to give. Um, we're just a conduit of that kind of unconditionally love. And, and again, we see it in Scripture. You, you can't ignore it. It's just, it's, it is Genesis to Revelation. It's not even just the New Testament. It is, it is, it is, it is important that we, that we, if we want authority, if we want to be able to speak some things into existence, right? I want to, I wanna, you know, John 14, 17, I mean, we talked about this at breakfast. But Jesus made this statement, the glory that you have given me, Father, I give to them i mean when i hear that i'm like well how much glory are we talking here right so so like you know and then when you the whole run of scripture in there starting in john 14 if you believe in me these things you will do and greater things i'm inclined to try it try to, to to get put that to the test yeah mm-hmm. and i found that putting that to test does require some element of authority with heaven and on earth um and 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 trust and you know that that's I, and I teach that in a different way, depending on who I'm talking to. I if I'm if I'm talking to a you know a brotherin, uh, you know a, a a believer, a mature believer that's ready to you know get get in the game of culture, um, you better believe I'm bringing that because mm-hmm. we we need authority here, and not power. We need authority. Yeah. That's right. We need to, we need to be able to step into a, a, a place and have the atmosphere change because we're there, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Can you can you speak to Tim, I'll let you, uh, dive in. This is just making my brain go crazy because this <laughs> just resonates with me. Yeah. Um, can you speak to, speak to the, um, speak to church leadership, speak, speak to someone in ministry, um, who is listening to this podcast and is, and, and maybe is, is saying to themselves, like, I want to do better. Like, I don't want to be looked at as someone who's not supportive of this kind of heart and mindset. What can you say to someone like that that might be listening? that Tim, right? Uh, that's for you, that's Dave. for you, Dave. I just oh. apologize to Tim for, oh. no, for doing okay. all the questions. Gotcha. <laughs> I've gotcha. said plenty of things um, about this. <laughs> well, <laughs> calling
0: people you know, I would start at that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 wanna, I lay the groundwork when I do this. I teach leadership teams in churches, you know, you know, not a lot, but not a little mm-hmm. either. And I always want to start out with a concept that I, I got from Graham Cook. Um, and he made this statement that God works from us from our present fullness – to our future completion, so like if if someone if a church leader when they do say hey I want to do better, um normally I'm I want to start right now with a son, you're positioned perfectly right now, so mm-hmm. just you know if, yeah, the, the if you have a heart for maturity and a heart for growth, I'm gonna celebrate that right here. And then, and then from that place, now we can start talking about um, the the tangible things that we can do to have greater impact. So when I hear that statement, I hear somebody saying, um, "Man, I, I want more impact, right? I want I want my life to mean something more than it means right now." And in listen, I'm 58, right? So so you know, in my mid 30s and 40s, I mean, you know, uh, you know, I I I would have been in the same place. I am in the same place now, right? We always want to, um, you know. In my view access is much that heaven is offering us to access Mm -hmm. right so I don't want to pull a demand on heaven that heavens not ready to give to me Jesus made a statement to the disciples he when he's saying all this crazy stuff in John 14 to 17 he actually makes this statement too there's more I want to tell you but you can't handle it Mm -hmm. I'm like there's more you want to tell us I mean the glory you have given me father I give to you Uh, I I don't know as I need more than that I mean that's gonna I'm gonna chew on that for the next 30 years right so So, like in our journey as we as we access more understand more um i would encourage all the church leadership to um to begin to walk more by what is unseen than what is seen and and really hone in on on really what the gospels is in, in reality and i i feel like and i've been in the church matt i mean my whole life too right i mean i i've i've been a believer since my earliest recommendations recollections I don't I've never tolerated in my own self doubt of the existence of God I have an internal belief system of faith given me, from the father in Jesus, you know And I was a reckless hell on wheels guy man. I mean dude. It took me a while I had a Damascus Road when I was 30 hmm. up until then I was hell on wheels, right? Um, but I found that as I stay postured and I stay hungry and I stay humble I mean Tommy Green puts it this way humility is how we time travel right which is a which is a phenomenal line Mm. Um, my heart posture is what he's responding to in church leadership if your heart posture if we're gonna finally start growing out of this narcissistic concept where inside the walls all we talk about is things inside the walls um, you know heaven is is I believe this is what might get me in trouble a little bit I believe grace is lifting off of that Um, I believe that the reason why our churches are losing memberships is because we're not Demonstrating the power and the authority that has been promised or or talked about in Scripture Um, And we don't necessarily know why I think the reason why is because we're using it for all inside the walls and It's not meant there again Three out of 64 miracles done on the streets uh, done in the synagogue the rest on the streets I would encourage you were there, you know posture father here. I am no talking contest. Father, you speak, and I'm gonna stay in this spot. What is my next step?
1: Hmm.
2: And just listen, man. I I, you know, I think I might have told you this, Matt. I've gotten in uh, the mindset of, I do it eight hours a day, right? From 10 o'clock at night to eight o'clock, or six o'clock in the morning. I, I drain everything else out, and I wanna be this place right here. Father, here mm-hmm. I am. What do you got? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, he shows up when he shows up. The rest of the time, I'm just letting him and the atmosphere know I'm available, right? Mm-hmm. Does that answer yeah. that question?
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. And I, I, think that, I think that there are a lot of people like, um, like you inside the church and outside of the church who just want the truth. And the Bible tells us you know, where we can find the truth. And to your point, I believe I believe we can find the truth. I believe we found mm. the truth and it's just a matter of getting out of our own way mm-hmm. oh gosh it's a matter of getting out of our own way i mean i'm very lancaster county in my worldview belief system work ethic like i can do this i don't need your help i i got this like i could Rugged play American drums individualism and now i can play drums and no one helped me mm-hmm. and so you know, that's, that's a good thing. Like, I worked for that. But unfortunately, I projected at times into other areas of my life where actually, sorry, Matt, you don't have control. Like, you can't control yeah. someone else. You, you, you can't get them from A to Z. And by the way, like, you're really not all that great of a person, even though you're doing some good things with your life. The Bible's very clear about that. Um, and so it's just to Tommy's point, it's just a good reminder, like, sit down sit down and shut up. And I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to myself right now. Me too. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm talking to myself right now. I mean, even in, in preparing for this conference on Saturday, it's like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. You know, MacBook Pro. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's bullet point number one. Number two, number three. I'm a preparer. I like to be ready to go.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you for that, by the way. I hope all of our presenters are doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like,
1: But then it's like, file, save as. All right. And then I have a new blank document and I'm like, I kind of like this one better. I know I'm going right, to play. Right. I know I'm going to play, but like I know that God shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, I get on stage with a microphone and I'm looking out at some of the most badass people um, that I'll ever speak for, by the way. I mean, let's talk about some of the audience in a second, but um, you know, <clears throat> sometimes it's just best to go with the 35 years of experience that you have and the 30 30 years of experience with God that you have and say, I'm ready. Mm. Here I am. Like I've showed up. I'm ready for you to speak through me. I'm Mm -hmm. ready to do what you want me to do. I've prepared and I've worked, but I'm just going to let that sit there and I'm going to let you do the rest instead of trying to force that.
2: Yeah, You know, just to that point too, Matt, you know, I want to give the listeners, you know, a lot of room to cut themselves some slack because we've kind of been in a system, right? And, and, and the system kind of ignores the book of Ephesians. You mentioned, you know, those who are far away. I mean, Ephesians is such a strategic book and it actually in Ephesians two, before it even gets into the training and equipment, it talks about how the enmity between the two, those who are far away and those who are near and 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 paul writes about it those who are far away of which you were one except through the blood of christ right so it's really important that the enmity is now bridged and and then and then we can get into like the ephesians 4 the structural things a little bit and and notice what it says you know for, for the training and equipping right the five-fold ministry apostles prophets pastors teachers evangelists and inside the walls I think we've gotten into a pattern we've all grown up in a pattern of the stage more telling what telling the people out there and us what we're doing wrong hmm. instead of giving us the tools to get out there on the streets and actually do the things and one of the things I get I mean I've got we've got a master class same, same as plug with our master class um, uh, you know year two will start in in September we're actually training people how to get out on the streets and do this stuff because the church doesn't know hmm. it, it's it's not taught it's it's taught loaded with agenda right so you know there's no baseline understanding of how to engage Jesus how many times six times knowing their thoughts we don't teach that right quieting your own heart and soul and mind down enough so you can actually hear not just heaven's thoughts but their thoughts where they're coming from we frequently deal with symptoms not roots because we see the symptoms and we respond to the symptom, instead of being quiet enough to, to hear their thoughts and know their thoughts and be able to really respond to the root of what's right. going on, which Jesus did so so brilliantly. So right. I I, um, I you know I, I just want really to encourage you know your listeners out there that um, you know you know don't don't be too hard on yourself if you've found it hard getting engaging in culture because in my life I'm 58, I've not seen it taught and and i've been teaching a lot over the the last number of years and because it's not taught a lot of times i get you know it's a confusing thing coming this hey wait a minute we want to hear what we're doing wrong it's almost like it's almost like you know hey if you're not going to tell us how i suck then you know because the suck how i suck actually is the message in my ear i'm hearing anyway so it's a symphony that just makes sense oh you're right i do suck and now i can suck and not feel bad about it because i just suck and i'm always going to suck well, boy, well, I'd like to find that in Scripture.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: suck, and you're always gonna suck. <laughs> no, it's not what it says, at That's all. Right?
0: Uh-huh.
2: right? Goes That's in the right. narrative. That says we're all sinners saved by grace. I was a sinner. I was saved by grace, and now I'm made righteous by the blood of the Lamb. Hmm. I'm a I'm a righteous son of the Most High God, and you know I I can prove this so scripturally so easy it's ridiculous. Hmm. Right? It's it's just right there. Read Romans eight. We, we, we talked about this a lot, Matt, um, all of creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of who? Hmm. Our pulpits teach for the revealing of Jesus. We don't read it that way because it doesn't say that, but that's what we teach. Hmm. Scripture says all of creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. Hmm. Huh. For creation itself was subjected to futility, not willingly. There's our compassionate key. I mean, that makes me cry. Yeah. Now I see the people out there that were subjected to futility not willingly, but by He, capital H, who subjected it into the glorious hope of who? Hmm. The children of God. Amen. Huh. It is our role, man.
0: Huh. Jesus'
2: is gi- jurisdictional transfer authority to us in our jurisdictional, all authority in heaven and earth given to Him, but there is a jurisdictional transfer authority that took place and you can't get away from it. Hmm. And he said to the disciples, you know, the people are hungry. You feed them. I think he meant it. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. okay, let me show you how to do it. It shows up twice, 4,000 and 5,000. People are hungry. You feed them. Got five loaves, two fishes. All right, let me show you how to do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man.
2: Right afterwards, Peter's walking on water. Yeah. Hmm. Something's, something's up. Huh. There is there is, there is a component to the, the believer's life that we're just now starting to to get back a hold of. And that's the authority, and I don't mean power. Mm-hmm. The authority as sons of the Most High. What's your identity? I've got the greatest title in the history of mankind. I'm a son of the Most High.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Galatians, Romans, Jesus himself. Huh.
1: Hmm.
2: We don't I teach know. it. We teach, you people suck. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That is very well said. Dude, I really appreciate the insight, and I appreciate the way that you are both gracious and you are unafraid. And I think that sometimes in Christianity, Don't kid yourself. (laughs) we have have a lot of one and and much too less of the other. Um and obviously I'm scared shitless, uh Matt. <laughs> I, you know, obviously um we have to look at the life of Jesus and we we have to take this seriously. This is a serious thing and yet look at how he treated um someone who was so so cast out of society that her, that her or or him even being in the midst of other people brought them to their knees in anxiety. And Jesus uh, met yeah. them where they were. And that's my heart. That's my heart. Um, and 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 you can't meet someone like that. You can't even be someone like that if you're only relying on one aspect of, um, of the authority you're talking about. Because it's not power. There's a grace and there mm. is a justice. And they work together and our human brains Super really good. can't make sense of it because it's... We're talking about God here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, indeed. So um, I really don't. I really don't have too much else to say here, and I'm gonna let this, let this, let this um, just sit where it's at. If that's all right with you, Tim? Yeah, I think I, um, I think there is a lot of great things said here, and I
0: think what it boils down to is a lot of us just. Um, like breaking ourselves out of the, the four walls, <laughs> you know, the, uh, wh- what do they call it? The, um, the, the fourth wall complex when it comes to like video and film, you know, you're breaking it out, you know, breaking yourself out of the fourth wall, you're showing the the camera crew and realizing that there's a whole world out there hmm. beyond the scene that we're currently shooting. You know, it, it's, um, I think it's important for us in the church to realize that the church is much bigger than our little church, for one thing, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, and and additionally figure out <laughs> what what is what is the body, who's in the body, you know. Just because that person doesn't quite see eye to eye, doesn't mean that he's not part of the body. I've been, you know, in in this podcast, we we talk a lot about um, the state of the church and the frustrations we have, and and more and more, I've been learning how to love the church. I'm I'm finding that like, I mean, that's, that's God's heart. God loves the church. I mean, he loves everybody, but he, he loves the church. And I'm so angry about certain aspects of the church, but like, I've used this verse that, you know, um, when, uh, when they're going to stone this prostitute and Jesus comes Mm. in and says, you know, who without sin, you know, cast the first stone. And that stuck yeah. with me because I've, again, it's just reimagining reimagining of what this means. It's this revelation of what this means. You know, I've always just felt like, okay, so the Pharisees were the ones throwing the stones, the church or the, the Christians were the ones throwing the stones and Jesus is now calling out the Christians and saying, you guys, who, who, else? but now it's now, he, now he's calling me out when I'm looking at yeah. this because I'm the one throwing the stones at the church. Mm. I'm the one that is not without sin. I'm not blameless. I don't have, I don't have it all together. I don't know what's right all the time. And here I am throwing stones. And so I think it's just, you know, I think we said it right at the beginning of the episode today is that, you know, we have to, um, constantly be in a place of, of learning. We have to be open to Mm, learning. We have to be open to growing, open to changing ourselves um, last episode, I threw out the word deconstruction, which i'm sure was scary for a lot of you. <laughs> um, you know we have to be open to uh receiving revelation. Revelation is not something that is uh easy to accept most of the time. I mean in fact, I usually draw the line like if it's if it's easy for me to accept this, then i didn't really. You know, this is something that I already understood. If I didn't understand it and it hits me like a ton of bricks, mm-hmm. then it's probably revelation because it's shaking me up. It's changing things, you know. Right. So yeah. um, that's what we're seeking, right? We're seeking revelation. We're seeking change. We're seeking understanding. Uh, and we're always going to be in that place, hopefully. That's where we that's where we want to be is in this that's place right. of seeking understanding and, and knowledge. And um, so I guess in wrapping up, for anyone uh, listening that has not grown up in the church— um, I'm sure there's a lot of Christianese here that we don't even realize. Um, but <laughs> if you've stuck with us so far, thank you so much for, for sticking with us. Um, Dave, it's been so nice to, to get to know you a little bit. Um, we didn't really touch on your involvement with heart support too much. Um, but if you could, just for anyone listening, I've had a lot of conversations with people, um, thanks to this podcast who are just struggling mm. with something. They're not necessarily a Christian. I don't necessarily believe—in fact, most of the conversations I've had were with uh, atheists that, you know, felt they could share their story or share what they were struggling with. And I've had great conversations with these people um, who are no less a person than I am or—you <laughs> know, like, I don't know why there's this gap within Christianity where, the, you know, this person is not as good as this person because they don't believe the same thing. It's complete ridiculousness. But— um for for anyone listening who who's not a Christian, um, and who might be struggling with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, um, or struggling with anything, I, I just I don't want to end this without you talking a little bit about what Heart Support does, um, and about what you do with Heart Support because I think that's important for some of the people listening.
2: Yeah, thank you for that, Tim, a lot. And, and it is important for, for everybody here that, you know, again, we're not a religious organization. And we did talk, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm a man of faith, so I, I carry faith, but um, I don't require people around me to have faith to be in my circles, right? It just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake would tell you that we, we have kind of a real baseline, you know, starting point, and, and it's, 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 it's like a mandate for us. And, in, and, it, and it goes. You know, it doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter who you love. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you've done to you. In our community, you're welcome. Um, you're safe, um, and you know you can open up. And we do have, you know, live uh, support walls and Discord channels on Twitch. Um, you can get, you can access right on the website. You can find our, our access to our forum on the website, and you can kind of post anonymously with your struggles and and you will get a live response so you know and we you know at, at one point in the height of uh, you know the last couple of years i think we're, we're doing something along the lines of half a million interactions a month um on all of our wow. socials and we don't know how many different people that represents but um but you, you know you're, you're 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 more than welcome in our space you're invited in our space as absolute equals as friends as brothers and sisters with no equivocation um, and, um, you know, I mean, if, if you're in the Pennsylvania area, New York, Maryland, um, uh, within drive distance, love to see you at the conference. We, we still have, you know, probably a good 50 chairs to fill, uh, something like that. Love to have you there. And then and just give us uh, an opportunity to let, to let us, uh, you know, be who we say we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and let us let's just uh, let's build community together, right? Uh, isolation is not safe, and I, I would I would I would close with that. Mm-hmm. Um, isolation is easy to find in our, our culture of division, um, but um, you know what we're about is community, period. Mm-hmm. Regardless of all the things, mm-hmm. right? All the things society wants to divide us over. Mm-hmm.
1: Dave, do you mind in closing just saying a prayer for us and our listeners, um, and, yeah. and just just closing this out that way I think I think to Tim's point there's a lot of there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of depression there's a lot of isolation there's a lot of pain and suffering if you could just speak to some of that and just pray for us uh, that would be awesome
2: father we just uh, first of all start off by saying we just uh, embrace your heart Um, God and just let our hearts be your hearts let us uh, let our eyes be your eyes Um, for all those who are listening God you know them father i just draw your attention to your sons and your daughters god all those that are in in your sphere father god i ask for a a a a, a hunger a hunger to to be to know you a hunger to find you to well up inside regardless of the abuses that have hit um, and the misrepresentations of your heart father we as believers we say you know we on, on behalf of all those misrepresented, father we just we just beg forgiveness for those who are listening for the lies or the abuses that you've heard God and, and Lord I just even now father just uh, we, we, we bind the spirit of fear and loose freedom God in this place mm-hmm. Lord I just pray favor and blessing and uh, wisdom uh, for these men um, uh, for the for the for this podcast for the families uh, for the supporters, God, um, Lord, let your will be done on earth, God, hmm. on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus, your name, we abide and reside. Hmm. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank Amen. you, Dave. Love you very much. And um, guys. I'll see you soon, man. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, a couple days. A yeah. yeah. couple days. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Dave, so much for coming on to Holy Ghost Notes. It was a pleasure having you and mm. just having yeah. a conversation that I'll remember. Um, it was it was almost like a sequel to our breakfast that we had together. You heard us talk about that a couple times. Dave asked to sit down with me. It was about a week and a half or two weeks ago. Um, it was in one way prep for the conference that we're doing, um, but in another way, it was almost like I sat down with someone who wanted to speak into my life and just hear how things are going and challenge me. Hmm. And um, I really appreciated that because yeah. it's it, it takes a special kind of person who's willing to carve out some time in their schedule and dedicate it to um, checking up on on someone that they're really not even all that close to. Jake hmm. and, and Dave worked together pretty closely, with heart support but I've only interacted with Dave at intermittent times throughout the years warp tour you know which is just a crazy setting or I matter before we play or and so it just meant a lot to me yeah um and so I just really encourage you to challenge yourself uh in the same way that Dave has been challenging me with what he talked about yeah if if you are um in a place where you are really fighting hard um, and you're experiencing anxiety and depression and just struggling. Just know that there is an organization like Heart Support out there and they want to help. They are designed to help and they are able to help. They have the infrastructure in place. Um, you heard from the man who's, who's really helping to steer that ship alongside of Jake and just challenge you, take what he said, um, sit with it, Prey on it, and if you're looking for someone to sort of walk you through this, you know, this season, check out Heart Support. Yep,
0: yeah, for sure. I think what Dave left us with right towards the end was uh, one of the biggest takeaways for me. Just you know, outlining how important community is, and you mm-hmm. know, that's what Heart Support's all about. That's what this podcast is all about, especially with our inner circle community. You know, it's it's um. And this is something that applies to every single person. It doesn't matter if you're a drummer, guitarist, not a musician at all, <laughs> a Christian, atheist, agnostic, a human being. You know, like it's this is, this is just community is important. It's how we're, uh, we're, we're made to to be. We're made to interact with people and to, to share our struggles and our frustrations. And, and it's, it's really dangerous when uh, we feel like we can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's something I have to remind myself of too, because my tendency is to, you know, uh, hold it all inside, not talk about it, um, figure it out myself, um, not be vulnerable. And so that's something that I've had to work towards. And, and so I would encourage anyone, uh, who's there with me, you know, struggling with something, um, to reach out to somebody. Doesn't necessarily have to be a whole group of people. Uh, heart support's great because you can do it anonymously, um, you know, but uh, just reach out to someone, talk to somebody. It doesn't matter how little you think your problem is. I I know that sometimes the most dangerous problems are those little problems that just fester there that you don't feel like you need to treat or face or figure out because it's so minuscule in comparison with everything else that's going on in your life. Um, but that just sits there for a really long time and it breaks you down and it and it stops you from functioning at a hundred percent. And, and sometimes that's all it takes, you know, sometimes yeah. that it's that little thing that brings you to the edge, right. you know? Um, and so, uh, so nothing is too small. Um, I love heart support because it's a non-judgmental place that, you know, uh, again, you can be anonymous about it yeah. <laughs> you throughout your problem and someone will be there to, to answer your questions or just to understand, You know. Um I I've hopped on the heart support um discord a couple times. It's been a while, but I I loved just seeing how many responses weren't necessarily like, oh, try this. This might fix your problem. It was like, I've been there, man. Mm -hmm. Like I I'm there now. Like I feel you. Like that, you know, it was so much encouragement and so much um like it was just such a place of understanding. Yeah. This this is uh You know, I feel this way too thank you so much for saying it because I was afraid to say it (laughs) you know it was like and so for me that's like that's exactly where you need to be that's for 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 my personality type that's that's what would uh, help me Hmm. is bringing that issue to the table saying it out loud acknowledging it and then have someone come beside me and say I'm struggling with this too let's figure it out together you know Mm -hmm. that's that's the definition of community here so that's good yeah so anyway, um, thank you all for listening. Um, I uh, commend you for for sticking with us this whole time. If you're hoping for the drum stuff, or if you're uh, not into uh, the Christian uh, conversation, but uh, this was a really good one. Lots of valuable stuff. Lots of meat here to chew on for the next few uh, few weeks, months, what have you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're interested in in getting involved, you can go to Heartsupport.com. Um, there's, uh, if you want to support them, there's ways to support them. If you want to, uh, to, uh, to get, uh, involved in their community, um, to air out some dirty laundry or (laughs) talk about an issue that you're struggling with, uh, it's heartsupport.com. Uh, at this point, it's probably a little too late to make it to the conference. Maybe not. If you're listening to this right at the stroke of midnight, uh on on the tenth. Maybe you'll have time to get to the conference today. Um but uh hopefully there will be more in the future as we talked about in the interview and uh at the very least you can get involved with all the cool things that Heart Support's doing. Um and yeah, we have um a Patreon. It's uh Patreon dot com slash holy ghost notes. It it um is ultimately what's keeping this podcast functioning and going. Um, So thank you all to uh, to, thank you so much to our inner circle members who have been supporting us for uh, over a year now, which is crazy. Um, I've got a few new shout outs, actually. So uh, thank you to Elizabeth DeVivo, Graham Clement, and Jared McIntosh. Um, Welcome to the inner circle. Thank you for your support. Um, Looking forward to getting to know you guys. If you're interested in uh, in getting involved, like I said, patreon.com slash holyghostnotes. There's a number of different tiers that uh, you can, uh, different levels of support that you can uh, buy into and various different incentives that uh, are aligned with those tiers, one of them being uh, mattgrinerlessons.com. Speaking of community, if you're a drummer and want community, that is huge, uh, Matt Griner Lessons Uh, has a great community of drummers. They do a drummer hangout, what, every Wednesday? Every Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Um, And that happens right before our Inner Circle uh, hangout every Wednesday. That starts at 9. So uh, you can take uh, advantage of both of those things at, at, uh, I think it's the triplet level tier. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested, go check that out. helps us, but it also helps you. Um, So... Yeah, and yeah, if you have any questions, thoughts, uh, comments in regards to today's episode or just in general, uh, feel free to reach out at Tim at com, or uh, on one of our socials. Instagram's probably the easiest to get in touch with us. Send us a DM, slip into our, or slide into our DMs, whatever the kids are. I just totally age myself, whatever the kids are saying <laughs> it is. Yeah, um, but thank you all for listening. Thank you so much uh, for uh, your support this far. It's It's pretty incredible, not going to lie. It's Mm -hmm. so cool being able to have conversations like this.
1: Yep, it's good stuff. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you guys. We'll see you next time.
1: Peace. Peace.